tonight. Could Harley Quinn show up in the new Suicide Squad movie? We have Marvel news from D23, and Apu is here to stay. All that and more on this edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. Here's your host, Thomas Townley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the comics edition of Multiverse Tonight. And uh, so, are are you ready for Disney Plus? Uh, Disney sure seems to be sweetening the pot. Uh, they've uh, had a ton of announcements at this year's D23. Now, we covered the Star Wars uh, announcements in the sci-fi edition. So, go into your podcast feeds... Go back just one episode and uh, listen to uh, all the all the announcements. Uh, there's also some lovely uh, news there about uh, Keanu Reeves and The Matrix and uh, a little Star Trek news, you know. So uh, be sure to listen to the sci-fi edition as well. And uh, I'd like to say at the top of the program here, uh, we've been doing pretty well in the Apple Podcast Charts. In the entertainment news category, we've been uh, as high as number four, as low as number 12, but we've kept right in that uh, middle range. And so I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, the the charts really don't mean anything to me. It's it's you, the listener. You mean something to me. You know, this this dialogue, this is me talking to you. And I would love it if you would talk to me. Uh, you can do so at uh, Multiverse Tonight at MultiverseTonight.com. Uh, also, or Twitter or Facebook, you know, Instagram. You know, just, you know, leave us a note, write us a review, whatever. Let's get on with the DC comic news. Now, uh, we start off the DC News with uh, Joaquin Phoenix speaking with the Italian newspaper Il Venerdi. Yeah, I don't speak Italian. And he talked about how he came up with his Joker's laugh, telling them, quote, I started with the laugh. I watched videos of people suffering from pathological laughter, a neurological disorder that makes individuals laugh uncontrollably, unquote. So he started with watching people do uncontrollable laugh- laughter. I don't know. You, you think he maybe should have uh, watched uh, Mark Hamill's Joker or anything that had to do with the Joker? I'm just saying. The movie arrives in theaters this October. Could James Gunn be hinting that Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn will be in his Suicide Squad movie? James Gunn on uh, Instagram showed off a series of photos. The photos came with the caption, quote, 
Many thanks to the lovely folks from at Microsoft who set us up with a hashtag KingSharkade for the cast and crew's downtime during pre-production and production on hashtag the Suicide Squad. The third picture he put up shows him putting tiles on a large Scrabble board. He's, put, he's putting up tiles to spell King Shark, which will intersect with tiles that spell Harley. Could he be hinting that both Harley and King Shark will be in the movie? The Suicide Squad is set to be in theaters in August 6th of 2021. Now, uh, while we're speaking of Harley, Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn will be getting some new action scenes added to it in the reshoots. Stuntman and John Wick director Chad Chalewski, according to The Hollywood Reporter, will be brought in to help design new action scenes and oversee some second unit photography. His stunt firm, 8711, has been working on the movie since it started production. Birds of Prey hits theaters on February 7th, 2020, right in time from a, from a birthday. Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller have reunited outside of the Justice League movie to protest the building of the 30 meters telescope on Mauna Kea in Hawaii. Momoa posted a, photo a picture with Miller in, an in a gallery on Instagram. The pictures, uh, the uh, protests are over the erection of the telescope on land that the native Hawaiians consider sacred. As a result of Jason Momoa's participation in the protest, the shooting of Aquaman 2 has been delayed. The protest has been going on for more than 40 days at the time of the recording of this episode. This being Batman's 80th anniversary, Inside Editions has announced Batman, the definitive history of the Dark Knight in comics, film, and beyond, as tribute to the hero. The book features a foreword by Michael Keaton, an introduction by Kevin Conroy, a preface by Dennis O'Neill, and is filled with interviews with people who have worked on Batman in the comics, film and television, photos, sketches, and includes a rejected 40-page film treatment submitted to Warner Brothers by Bob Kane in 1986 called The Return of Batman. The 400-page hardcover is available for pre-order right now and is on sale for $67.24 on Amazon and will be released on October 29th. Batman might be turning 80 this year, but he doesn't look as good as Julie Newmar, who just celebrated her 86th birthday. Julie, who appeared as Catwoman on the 1966 Batman TV show, celebrated with a portrait on Instagram, and though her hair might be white now, she still looks pretty good. Happy birthday, Julie. Well, one show that will not be having a happy birthday is Krypton which will not be getting a third season. The Superman prequel was given its walking papers by Sci-Fi. Also not going forward was the planned Lobo spin-off. Krypton centered around Superman's grandfather, Seg-El, as a young man trying to save not only Krypton, but his future grandson. The show might be saved as Variety says that, quote, according to an individual with knowledge of the situation, Studio Warner Horizon Television plans to shop the series to other outlets, unquote. So, Amazon? Netflix? You want to go at this? Because, you know, it, it's kind of a shame, too. According to showrunner Cameron Welsh, 
Krypton's third season would have included ramifications, the ramifications of the Ran Thanagar War, and we would have seen the Omega Man. Shame. Well, let's uh, go on to the Marvel news. All hell has broken loose as negotiations have apparently broken down between Marvel and Sony over future uses with uh, of Spider-Man in the MCU movies. Now, uh, sources have spoken with comicbook.com have said that Faggy's producer credits on future Spider-Man-based properties, according to some reports, Disney CEO Bob Iger had been looking for a new deal that would get Disney an even 50% split of the revenues. Also, some reports have said that Marvel and Feige want more of a hand in developing the characters related to Spider-Man that Sony has the rights to, like Morbius and Venom. The current deal is a 5.95 split, with Disney getting 5% and Sony getting the lion's share. Which makes sense, since Sony financed the whole productions of the Spider-Man films. Hopefully, they'll be able to work this out, especially after the way they ended Far From Home. Of course, Disney will be just fine financially with or without the wall crawler. Disney is now the only studio to ever have five different movies to cross the $1 billion mark in a single year. Toy Story 4, The Lion King, Aladdin, Captain Marvel, and Avengers Endgame have all passed the billion dollar mark. Could they see a sixth? Probable movies in Disney's upcoming slate are Frozen 2 and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Some Black Panther 2 news to report. Martin Freeman has confirmed that he will reprise his role of Everett Ross in the sequel. Not much else to report on. The movie, in fact, it's not hasn't appeared on Marvel's phase, uh, until Marvel's Phase 5 slate. So, we have time. J.J. Abrams' Spider-Man miniseries comes out in a little over a month, and Marvel is in full promotion mode, releasing a trailer for the comic. The trailer showcases Abrams and Sons' approach to the material and shows off the art of Sarah Pachilli. Also included in the trailer is the first look, official look at the new villain, Cadaverous. You know, Batman has the Batcave. Arrow has the Arrow Cave. So, does Captain Marvel need a Marvel Cave? Apparently, she does. In Captain Marvel number 9, the hero shows off her new base of operations to Jessica Drew. The cave, located in Maine, includes a jet fighter, Carol-load costumes and computers, and uh, show and uh, much more. Captain Marvel, issue number 9, is available now. At Disney's annual convention, D23, Marvel and Disney are celebrating Marvel's 80th anniversary, and they are presenting a panel for, and they present a panel for Marvel Comics number 1000 with an exclusive cover for the event. The cover featured Mickey Mouse handing a birthday cake to Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Iron Man, and Captain America. Guests of the panel will be given a copy of the variant edition. The book, written by Immortal Hulk writer Al Ewing, will feature contributions from Chris Claremont, Walt Simonson, Rob Liefeld, Eric, Lark's, Lark, Eric Larson, George Perez, Peter David, Brad Meltzer, Adam Goldberg, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Neil Gaiman, and many, many more. The story features the Eternity Mask, 
an artifact that has passed from character to character across the Marvel Universe. Unquote. Disney has announced a Spidey and his amazing friends animated series. Not for Disney+, Plus, but for Disney Junior. The series will premiere on the channel in 2021 and will feature Peter Parker, Miles, Miles Morales, and Spider-Gwen. The show is, of course, aimed at preschoolers and will feature the Spider-Friends teaming up with other heroes to defeat playfully evil foes and save the day. So where's Spider-Pig? Come on. If you're going to have something aimed at preschoolers, Spider-Pig seems like a natural. Anyway, uh, Marvel and Disney have unveiled a Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur cartoon. Lawrence Fishburne will serve as executive producer alongside Helen Shugland and Kim Possible producer Steve Lauder. The series follows the adventures of 13-year-old super genius Lunella Lafette and her 10-ton T-Rex Devil Dinosaur after Lunella accidentally brings Devil Dinosaur into present-day New York City via a time vortex, the duo works together to prevent to protect the city's Lower East Side from danger. The series will be on the Disney Channel. No word on the date. You know, you would think that a large that Devil Dinosaur would be the danger. Anyway, there was lots to unpack from D23, so let's do a lightning round. Disney announced three new series for Disney Plus coming in 2021, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, and She-Hulk. Kevin Feige also confirmed that Ms. Marvel will appear in the upcoming films. Wyatt Russell has been cast as U.S. agent for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, and with Emily Van Camp returning as Sharon Carter for, for the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Loki will be a six-episode, six-hour series and will be directed by Kate Heron. WandaVision will be directed by Game of Thrones helmer Matt Schickman. The Eternals has been confirmed to be the earliest MCU movie taking place way before the events of Captain America, the first Avenger. Marvel has cast Gemma Chan as Cersei and Barry Cogan as Druig and in The Eternals. They join Kit Harrington, who will be the Black Knight. And Black Panther 2 will be coming to theaters on May 6th, 2022. Now, let's go on to the geek news. Elvis Presley might be coming to Netflix soon in a new animated adult action comedy called Agent King. The show is being co-created and produced by Priscilla Presley, Elvis's ex-wife, and features Elvis moonlighting as, quote, a covert, covert government agent who fights to keep America safe, while also keeping his cover as the king of rock and roll. Archer alum Mike Arnold will write and showrun the show. Kevin Smith has the power. Kevin Smith broke the news at PowerCon by announcing a new He-Man series for Netflix. The series, called Masters of the Universe, Revelation, will pick up where the original 80s series left off. Kevin at the panel said, quote, I'm eternally grateful to Mattel TV and Netflix for entrusting me with not only the secrets of Grayskull, but also their entire universe. In Revelation, we pick up right where the classic era left off to tell an epic tale of what may be the final battle between He-Man and Skeletor. Brought to life with the most metal character designs, 
powerhouse animation can contain the frame, this is the Masters of the Universe story you always wanted to see as a kid. Unquote. Kevin will executive produce and show in the series. He's joined by executive producer Rob David, the vice president of Mattel TV, and he and he authored and the and he also wrote He-Man: The Eternity War. Writers on the series include Eric Carrasco, Tim Sheridan, Dea Meshira, and his Fat Man Beyond co-host Mark Bernardin. Powerhouse Animation will oversee the animation. Disney Plus has decided not to move forward with the series Book of Enchantment, which would have been based on some of Disney's iconic villains and would have been based on the Villains Book series written by Serena Valentino. The series would have told the origin stories of such characters as Ursula, the, Be- the Beast from Beauty and the Beast, Maleficent, and the Wicked Queen from Snow White. Well, here's a... Uh, one that has that has me excited the muppets are coming to disney plus announced at disney plus was muppets now a new short form unscripted series the series will have guest stars and will be on the disney plus service in 2020 and for the first time at d23 was a panel for one of new disney's newest acquisitions the simpsons revealed at the panel was that apu would be staying on the show, despite the controversy raised over the character. Executive producer Al Jean said that there had been discussions with Disney over doing a sequel to the Simpsons movie or even spin-off series. EP Matt Selman added, quote, I think Disney would be supportive of anything we want to do. Maybe a crazy limited series with a side character or a movie that we surprised you with. They've been really creative, support, creatively supportive, and this is going to afford so many new ways to do the show than just the traditional format. Unquote. Disney revealed, Disney released a trailer for the new live-action Lady and the Tramp movie. However, it won't be in theaters, and instead will be exclusive to the Disney Plus service, and uh, will be available when Disney Plus launches on November 12th. Now, let's just break Disney Plus down here for a second. At the panel for the service, it was revealed that Disney Plus will have 5,000 episodes of content from the Disney Disney Channel Library, a new Lizzie McGuire series starring Hilary Duff, and a new Phineas and Ferb movie. Pixar will have a couple of new, new shows as well, one called Forky Ask a Question and Monsters at Work, based on the uh, mon- the uh, monsters the uh, monsters inc series of movies the uh, series follows taylor T- tuskman played by ben feldman an eager and talented mechanic on the monsters inc facilities team who dreams of working on the laugh floor alongside mike played by billy crystal and sully played by john goodman other original voice stars include john ratzenberger jennifer tilly and bob peterson who are all set to return I will be joined by franchise newcomers Ben Fieldman, Kelly Marie Tran, Henry Winkler, Lucas Neff, Alana Eubach, Stephen Stanton, and Aisha Tyler. And uh, there are also other things, unscripted shows like One Day at Disney and The World According to Jeff Goldblum. The service will cost subscribers $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year and will allow subscribers to use four simultaneous streams 
and 4K at no extra cost. So, I guess the ball's in Netflix court now. Pixar's next movie, Soul, has a cast. Soul imagines that every person on Earth comes pre-installed with a soul formed and perfected in a cosmic realm. Jamie Foxx will play a middle school music teacher on Earth who dreams of playing at the legendary New York jazz club, The Blue Note. After a wrong step into an open sewer grate, Joe ends up out of his body and back into his soul in the other realm, with some existential work to do before he might land his big gig. Soul also stars Tina Fey, David David Diggs, Questlove, and Felicia Rashad. Academy Award winners Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross of Nine Inch Nails were also revealed to be composing the score at D23. Soul comes out on June 19th, 2020. And finally, the Florida State Prison System has banned several comics and graphic novels. Banned titles include Absolute Watchmen, Adventures of Superman, Blade, The Walking Dead, and Stanley's How to Draw Comics the Marvel Way. According to information from the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, the state claims that these books are a threat to the safety and security of the prison. The Comic Book Legal Defense Fund says that this is a First Amendment issue, and that these books pose no threat. You know, I think they're right. How dangerous is Stanley's book, after all? And, uh... That uh, question brings us to the end of the comic book news for this time. Uh, be sure to check us out on our social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And uh, if you'd like to, if you're a subscriber, please be sure to share us with your friends. And if you'd like to contribute some money, please visit mtpodcast.com to go to our, co- our coffee or Patreon as well. And be sure to visit multiversetonight.com to check out the affiliate marketplace links, a link to our Tee Public store, you can get a nice nifty t-shirt, and uh, our show notes, and so much more. Now, if you're brand new, also be sure to subscribe and leave us with some feedback and let us know how we're doing. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers uh, for our intro music and Lobo Loco for our outro music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We will be back in two weeks with the sci-fi edition. Now, please, exit the universe in orderly fashion, and good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half Big Genre Productions. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.